0: Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Dreamers Duke podcast. Today's episode is going to be all about the Disney Cruise Line. Today I'll be joined by Alex and Christy. Say hi. Hello.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: And We're going to talk all day again about Disney Cruise Line. I'm pretty much going to leave this up to Alex and Christy because they know more about this cruise line than anybody. So why don't we get right into it? Who wants to talk about
2: the ships?
1: Alex, I'll let you start.
2: You just were on
1: one this weekend.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll start out with the uh, the newer class. So uh, we have the Disney Fantasy and Disney Dream um, launching in the, I want to say 2009, 2011, I think. I believe. Um, uh, I
1: think it might have been two. The only reason I think it was 2012 is because we sailed April of 2013, and I think the ship was just a year old at that time. But okay. I, I might be wrong.
2: As in the in the area, I know. Yes, it's very close. Um, beautiful ships. Uh, they are reminiscent of the classic Disney ships, um, kind of a classic ship look to them. They actually are a dark blue on the bottom half with white on top, and yellow um, safety boats. But Absolutely beautiful on the inside. The Disney Fantasy is Art Nuevo interior, and the Disney Dream is Art Deco. So a little bit different theming there. Um, both ships are about 130,000 tons with accommodations up to 4,000 guests and 1,500 crew members. Um, just, uh, they're beautiful. I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Christy?
1: I agree 100%. There's just a wow factor when you walk onto either one of those ships. Uh, My family's been fortunate enough to sail on the Fantasy three times, and um, we most recently sailed on the Dream um, this past January. And just the moment that you walk in the ship and you see the lobby, you're just kind of in awe and your jaw drops.
2: Yeah, I have to agree. I love uh, one thing unique about Disney is when you and your family get to that Deck 3 gangway and you head up to the main atrium lobby, um, Disney announces your name and you get a thunderous applause as your family walks in, which I think is just really special.
1: Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent.
2: know. I just love the Disney fantasy and the Disney dream. The Disney fantasy does seven night rotation itineraries, um, seven night Eastern Caribbean, seven night Western Caribbean, rotating each week. Um, sometimes they throw in a curveball. This year we had a ten and eleven night,
1: and I got to be on the ten night.
0: <laughs> Rub it in.
2: <laughs> All right. So the Disney Fantasy does seven night rotations. Uh, we have the it does an Eastern Caribbean route one week, and then followed by the next week Western Caribbean kind of follows that rotation. It's based out of Port Canaveral, Florida um occasionally it does do unique itineraries this past or this summer it did a 10 and 11 night southern caribbean cruise and christy actually got to experience one of those how was that christy
1: i did and um we absolutely loved it we've done four we've done uh three seven nights and then this was our fifth sailing and it was a 10 night um, it was a treat. I, it was not too long. Some people had asked me, do you think it's going to be too long for you to be on a ship? And absolutely not. We loved every second. Um, we had the opportunity to visit um, Aruba, Curacao, uh, St. Kitts, Tortola, and then Castaway Key. And for the fantasy, uh, this was her inaugural visit to Curacao. So it was really awesome to be the first time that, um, that she was there in that port.
2: Wow, that's exciting. Did they have any like unique uh, merchandise or anything since it was our first time there?
1: No, I really wish they would have. Um, However, when we were in Curacao, it was Curacao's Flag Day. So they were having a lot of street festivals. Uh, While we were there, we got to see a lot of the culture and a lot of the dancing and a lot of vendors out. The kids really got to experience a different sense of what normal is for people uh because of uh just quite a different way of life and they it was really neat to see how they celebrated
2: their flag day wow that sounds awesome um let's see here then the dream we have uh, also based out of Port canaveral florida year-round um, the dream does normally a three-night Bahamian cruise rotation friday through monday and then a Monday through Friday, four-night Bahamian rotation. It also sometimes will have some unique itineraries, um, like double castaway sailings in the summer. This past June, it had some five-night double castaway sailings, which is pretty amazing. If you've ever been to Castaway Cay, uh you never want to leave.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like
2: the best island in the Caribbean.
1: It really is. It's its its own special little place. We absolutely love it when we go. It's definitely not a place that you want to leave.
2: Yeah, I wish they'd build a hotel there, but then I think it would take away from the unique specialness of it.
1: I agree. We were watching online the other day. The kids and I were watching actually a little video clip that they had on uh, Disney Cruise Line Jobs on Facebook. And um, it shows they do have some cast members that reside there. And it uh, gave you a little bit of an insight as to where they lived you could see the buildings uh where they had lived kind of behind the scenes and you don't even realize when you're on the island that there's any type of a residence there everything is um sheltered so well
2: yeah it's pretty cool i have a friend who actually lived on the island for i want to say a couple contracts and he loved it he would do um first thing in the morning he would do yoga on the observation tower um you kind of had like the whole island to yourself after everything was taken care of of course they do a lot of uh maintenance and housekeeping through the island while while there's no ships in port but um it sounded really serene and peaceful
1: i think that would be a great place to spend a couple of contracts <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to ask me twice except i have a couple of family obligations here at home called children <laughs> you want to tell
2: us a little bit about the classics christy
1: Uh, We have been on one of the two of the classics. Um, We've been on the Magic and hoping that in the next few years, we can get on the Wonder and complete our Grand Slam of the Ships, meaning um, it would be all four. So when we did the Magic, we did a Western itinerary uh, on the Magic in, I believe it was January of 2015, And uh, we visited Cozumel, we visited uh, San Juan, we visited the Cayman Islands, and then we got a stop in Castaway Key as well. The magic is a little smaller uh, than the larger ships, uh, much more quaint feel to it. It seems that you got to, I don't want to say know the cast members, but people started to become uh, more familiar looking to you because there were less distances to cover uh, when you were on the ship. Same sort of feel, though, with the uh, restaurants and the lounges um, and the areas on the ship. Uh, It was definitely um, an amazing vacation. I don't know. People ask me if I prefer the classics to the larger ships. And I really think they each have their own unique feel. And I enjoy both of them equally.
2: Yeah, I have to agree. I think the classics has like that comfort feel. Um, if you need to get to, from point A to point B quickly, I feel like you can do it a little bit faster on the smaller ships. And I, I do think the, you see the cast or the crew a little bit more frequently, so they, they do become a little bit more familiar. Um, but there's also benefits to the larger, newer ships that I also really adore. So I think they both have their own unique characteristics that makes each class special.
1: I agree 100%
0: why don't we talk a little bit about the different categories of staterooms?
2: You want to take on this one, Christie.
1: Yes, sure. I'll talk a little bit about different categories of staterooms. Basically, on any of the ships for Disney Cruise Line, there are three different categories. You've got your inside staterooms, you've got your ocean view staterooms, and you've got your veranda staterooms. And so each category on the ship then is broken down into different letter groups and number groups. And essentially what those letter and number groups mean is the location of the room on the ship floor-wise, whether it's going to be floor 2 through, I believe it is 10 on the larger ships, and then 2 through 8, correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, right? 2 through 8 on the smaller ships. Okay. And then it also, those categories, uh, those categories are subdivided as to whether you're going to be in the forward or the front of the ship, um, the aft or the rear of the ship, or you're going to be located midship. When you look at those different categories, you'll also see the room deluxe and standard listed in 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 front of some of the rooms. The standard rooms have a single bathroom, meaning that The shower, sink, and toilet are all in one room. Uh, A deluxe room is going to have a split bath, which I believe is unique to Disney Cruise Line. Right, Alex?
2: It is, yeah. It was like a revolution for the cruise cruise line industry. And so far, I don't believe anybody's really taken initiative to copy that.
1: I really, that it's a plus for our family, let me tell you. So when you have a deluxe stateroom, what makes it deluxe is that you have a split bath, One, um, two bathrooms, one with a toilet sink, one with a sink, shower slash tub combo. And so when you have multiple family members, because a lot of the staterooms can sleep four or five, when you have multiple family members, it makes it very easy to get ready when you need to be places.
2: Yeah, and I think um, from friends who cruise on a lot of different cruise lines, another unique thing about Disney is having that tub as a standard I guess a lot of cruise lines it's normally a stand-up shower only
1: oh yes I've never been on another cruise line I absolutely love DCL and I don't know that I'll ever cheat on them (laughs) so so yes but I did notice however uh, this past sailing that we were on uh, we were in the dream in January and then in June uh, we were on the fantasy and we had two different categories of staterooms so on our January sailing We were in a deluxe family ocean view stateroom with veranda, which will sleep up to five. And then on this sailing, we were in a deluxe ocean view stateroom with a veranda that slept only four. There was actually a slight difference in the um, shower area on the room that we had on on the dream. We had a circle tub. And then on the fantasy this past sailing in the smaller category stateroom, we actually had... Um, for lack of a better description, an oval tub. So I didn't even realize that there was a difference until I actually experienced the two different categories of rooms myself. But to the average person, that's not going to mean much. But I thought it was um, interesting that they were designed a little bit differently.
2: Yeah, and the the Dream and Fantasy with the deluxe family staterooms with the, the verandas will have that round tub with the rain shower feature in the ceiling. Yep. Um, which I also noticed, I think it's a pretty cool feature as well. Um, it's just a different feel, I guess. But I do like the, the rain shower feature with the wand. It kind of gives you more options.
1: Exactly. I think they're, you know, regardless, being on the ship with a veranda was pretty awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's hard to go back from that.
1: <laughs> it really is. We've never stayed in any type of a room but a veranda room. My husband and I absolutely just love going out on the veranda and having coffee in the morning. Yes. Um, one of our little cruise hacks that we do when we sail is we order room service coffee the night before um right before we go to bed and room service on the disney cruise ship is complimentary we do um give our uh room steward a a few dollars gratuity just for bringing it up for us um but we get our coffee the night before and then when we wake up first thing in the morning We don't have to go anywhere because the carafe remains hot. So we grab a cup of coffee and we go out on the balcony and we don't have to make an appearance to the world. We can just enjoy the view of the ocean.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a great feature. And a lot of cruise lines have started charging for um, room service now. So I feel like Disney is one of the, the few left where it's still complimentary. They actually have a really nice size menu.
1: They do. The all hands on deck, which is a cheese platter. My kids can devour those in no time.
2: Yes. And <laughs> fresh, fresh ice cold Mickey buyers. All you just got to yes. do is pick up the phone.
1: <laughs> and call them and they'll bring them right to your door.
0: <laughs> Sounds like my kind of room service there. Well, now that we're talking about food and everything, why don't we get into the next topic? And one of my favorite kind of topics, dining. Uh, one of the main things that makes Disney cruise line different from the other ones is the unique approach to the disney dining the rotational
2: dining system you guys want to talk a little bit about that yeah it is very unique um it's for most cruise lines out there they have a main dining room still two seatings um, but it accommodates uh the in half the guests uh at one time half the guests at the other time and it's normally a rather large dining room some of them are three or four stories tall And with Disney Cruise Lines, each ship has rotational dining. So you have three main restaurants or three main dining rooms, um, each themed individually, that every night you rotate to a different dining room. Um, The great thing is your service team, so your head server, server, and server assistant all go with you to each different dining room um, with a different costume every night. Um, So you get that same wonderful service. They already know you and your family. They know what, everybody likes the drinks and kind of gets to know your palate after a while, um, so it really makes for a unique service experience, I think.
1: I, we love it, and my kids have grown attached to our servers. To the point where on the nights when we debark the ship, they are crying because they don't want to leave them. They really do seem to become part of your family. And so it's awesome that they're able to travel with you from dining room to dining room. And that each night you get that unique experience based on what um, is happening on the ship that night. And then from moving on from rotational dining, which is your nightly dinner, um, nightly dinner is served in one of two seatings. Uh, the first one is usually 545 and the second one is usually 815. Some folks get nervous about that 815 dining saying my children cannot make it that late. A lot of people prefer it because it gives them more time off the ship when you're in port. And at 815, if the children come to the dining room with you and they eat their dinner, uh, members of the children's youth activities counselors will come to the meal and they will take your children up to the club so that you can eat the remainder of your meal at a slow, leisurely pace and enjoy it um, with your spouse.
2: That's Correct? Good to know. Yeah, that's really good to know. <laughs> yeah.
1: We always do early dining. That's just the way my family functions. But especially for folks that um, are on West Coast time, uh, that usually is very beneficial to them because they're used to eating later, and so that always seems to work well with people that are coming um, from the other coast when they're traveling over here um, from Port Canaveral. Uh, the other dining aspects of Disney Cruise Line that we have there is a um, a buffet restaurant open on the upper deck, uh, deck 11 of the Fantasy and Dream. I think is it it would be deck nine, correct, Alex, on the Magic and the Wonder.
2: Yep, tech nine. Okay.
1: And Cabana's is open several times during the day, starting in generally about 6.30 till about 10, 10.30 for breakfast. And then they have a lunch um, buffet as well. And dinner, you can actually opt to not go to your rotational dining seating that evening. And if you go up to Cabana's, uh, you will be seated in Cabana's and you will be served dinner if you don't make your seating or you just opt to not go to the main dining room at night. And then the other two options, well, three options on the ship, there's always some sort of a quick service type meal um, around the pool area. On the Fantasy, it's tomato's Pizza, right? Tomato's Grill and mm-hmm. Luigi's Pizza. And then they have ice cream out all the time um, at Ice Cream. And my kids probably have had three or four cones a day on average <laughs> when we're there. I'm not kidding either. And then there's um, adult dining as well. Alex, you want to talk a little bit about Paulo and Remy?
2: Sure. So, adult, adult exclusive dining. Um, it, it's absolutely wonderful. So, on the, on all four ships actually, Paolo, is an Italian, um, beautiful restaurant. Uh, they offer brunch on days at sea. Um, brunch is normally you know late morning till early afternoon. Um, it's a little bit different it's not a buffet, it is and it isn't Um, so you'll be at a table with the server, they'll go through the menu with you they'll actually walk you through the entire um, entire I guess buffet and kind of explain everything to you and there'll be uh, servers at the actual buffet um, that'll get your food for you explain a little bit bit about each thing um, and you can take it back to your table they do have made to order pizza and chicken dishes as well um, but it's absolutely wonderful. Um, it does have yeah. a Can dress code I, as well.
1: Yes, it definitely does. Can I just interject very quickly? The yeah. chicken parmesan the is our favorite. And then the other thing that we get off the menu, even though they don't have it, they've always made it for us, is a blue cheese and grape pizza that you would never imagine was a good combination. But, oh, wow, it's pretty awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's like the sweet and salty goes perfect together. Exactly yeah and the chicken parm christy is right is the best chicken parmesan and it has like a risotto a creamy risotto below it and it's just like cooked perfectly and just such a great flavor and i didn't believe it until one of the servers who had been with uh, the disney wonder since its debut in 99 um, told me to try it so i finally did and it was every single brunch i've done at Palo, i always have to have chicken parm
1: yep every exactly. time. <laughs> same with us
2: um, um, so Polo has dress codes for dinner. Um, it's normally slacks for gentlemen and then a dress shirt, a polo. And then for ladies, I believe you can wear like a dress or dress clothes. And then for brunch, it's a little bit less strict. The gentleman can wear polos and like khaki pants. Um, moving on over to Remy. I've never personally dined at Remy. Have you, Christy?
1: No, I have not. We'll get there. It's just, it's so hard with the kids being young yet. Yeah, we like to enjoy uh, dinners with them in the rotational dining. So at some point we'll get there when they're a little bit older and don't really necessarily want to be with mom and dad anymore.
2: Yeah. Remy, it's a little bit more, um, serious when it comes to dress code. It's a very strict dress code. Yes, definitely very sophisticated research beforehand. You want to make sure that you, um, are okay with the dress code because they will decline you. I mean, they're very, very, very strict and they, um, Follow that dress code. The Remy restaurant is only available on the Disney Dream, the Disney Fantasy. Um, it's a French restaurant themed after um, Ratatouille. It has some inspirations of Ratatouille. Um, it's... I don't remember how many courses, it is, courses there is in the a lot. meal. I, just, I, feel like it's like I
1: feel like it's like six or more, six to eight. I, I feel like you just it's that every course is just so well presented and you can have it paired that you could really just sit there and eat all night long.
2: Yeah. I believe it's a seven course. I know it's about a three hour dining experience. Um, it's a similar, I think it's a, a, a chef. They actually had at Victorian Albert's at the, um, Grand Floridian. So they brought them on board to kind of design the menu. Um, but absolutely beautiful. Um, it's really somebody who appreciates appreciates that uh, presentation of food and the that really unique menu. Um, it's not something you're going to be ordering stuff like cook to order. It's all taken care of by that, that French chef. And they're very, very serious. I've had a couple of friends who've done it, really, truly enjoyed it. Um, didn't really say they'd do it again, but they said it's at least worth trying once. Because um, the price point is a little bit higher. I believe it's like 95 now, I want to say. Is yes. That-
1: the, the, yes, the price point is... It's significantly higher than Palo as well. But, yes, I believe that's what it is.
2: Yeah, 95. So with those restaurants, you can book those ahead of time. If you're a first-time cruiser, um, you can book 75 days out, um, going all the way up to concierge or platinum castaway club members. Um, you can book 120 days in advance. So um, quite a bit difference there when it comes to reservation capacity and how quickly it fills up
1: and they do fill up in advance um i was a little bit disheartened uh for our summer cruise because there were a lot of gold and platinum cruisers on that voyage and we personally at that time were just silver although we're now gold so i'm so excited um and we were not able to get apollo brunch reservation in advance but don't fear we literally got on the ship And in the navigator at the port, it told you where on the ship there would be walk-up reservations and at what time. And we walked up to actually right outside Apollo on the day we got on the ship, uh, right after we had lunch. And they accommodated us with our specific dining time that we actually wanted. They had it available on the day that we wanted. And um, we didn't have any issues getting a reservation whatsoever. So don't be disheartened if you can't get one in advance a lot of times they can accommodate you on the ship. They hold some back.
2: Yeah, they do hold some inventory. I know on the, I think the Dream and the Fantasy, you go right to the Maitre D, um, right there by Paolo. I know on the Classics, you actually go to the, the I guess you could say Castle or... Um, the, the main restaurant in the center of the ship on deck three and Triton's on the wonder okay. and Lumiere's on the uh, the magic. I believe it opens at like 1230. They'll actually have any kind of dining changes you wish to make, whether it be time or making reservations for Palo or beverage packages. They'll have that. You can take care of all of that right in person. Well,
0: that's good to know. Well, let's t- jump back real quick to the main dining rotation. What is your favorite main dining rotation restaurant and why?
1: Alex, you want to start?
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I know what yeah. mine is.
2: I don't know. I like. I have. I go back and forth. I know. Like for the royal restaurants, my favorite is Tritons on the Disney Wonder. Um, I've
1: never been on the Wonder, so I've yet to be able to experience that.
2: I don't know. Tiana's place was really beautiful on the Wonder as well, which you'll have to experience, but...
1: We'll get there. Know.
2: I'm and an oddball. I actually like Enchanted Garden on the new ships.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> we got to down. sit in, in on the Dream. Um, we actually got, we requested one of the fancy booths that, you know, the teacup booths, as my kids called them, and um, for our sailing in uh, January, and we were actually able to sit in one because it was just the four of us sailing. So that was a really unique experience there. Uh, my favorite dining room, I, I love animators. I love the feel of it. I love the Mickey chairs on the fantasy. I think I love the, experience of animators on the magic better than I did on the fantasy, just because of the effects of the dining room. Um, at certain times, the dining room will start out in black and white, and then it'll evolve over the night into color. And that's just a really cool thing to see. So even though the names of the restaurants are the same on the ships, uh, not necessarily the same type of experience on both of them. So I actually think that I prefer the magic show over the fantasy. And I won't give away any more spoilers. But there's another reason why, too, Alex, you might know.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I do know, and I actually 100% agree. I do love animators and the classics. Um, I love the transformation of the dining room, Um, the changes, the... I think it stays true to, like, animation and, like, the... I guess I won't give away anything else, but...
1: Um... <laughs> <laughs> it's so it, hard. Like, just yeah. imagine me sitting there squealing the first time <laughs> that I was on the ship.
2: <laughs> yeah, I do like the classics animators. I do love animators on the classics, actually. It might be... And there's very specific parts of that that I absolutely love. Love, love, love.
0: Well, let's have a Ooh. little fun here for a second. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to throw a little <laughs> trivia <at you> too. <laughs>
2: All this right, let's see
0: how bad trivia. we are. Let's see. <laughs> All you gotta do is, if you want to answer it, just say your name, and then I'll pick you. Uh, what do we win? <laughs> Pride.
1: Okay. <laughs> Prize. An animator's
0: palette. How much money did it take Disney to make the restaurant? Eighty thousand. Eight hundred thousand. Eight million. Eight billion. Dollars. We're talking.
2: Alex, I'm gonna guess eight million. Correct. Oh.
1: Wow. Wow. That's a lot, <laughs> a lot. of money.
2: Wow. I mean, a lot of technology, I guess, in a way.
1: Well, I would say, yes, definitely. Yeah. Especially in, in the you know, the interaction with crush and things of that nature. There's definitely a lot of technology involved in some of that.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. I'm surprised you got that in the first try.
1: That probably would have been my guess because eighty million and eighty billion are just kind of way out there.
0: Yeah, billion yeah. is definitely. Enough. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous to spend that kind of money. All um, right, let's talk about beverages, Chris. You know a lot about the beverages on the Disney cruises. I know really just by the by the one you made us that one night. Oh,
1: well, that's not that, technically that beverage. The Conch Cooler is a signature of Castaway Key. And, you know, you don't get to cast away heat till towards the end of your sailing. So it's not really an advertised beverage on the ship, is it, Alex? I don't think I've ever seen it listed anywhere. Yeah, I've
2: never seen it anywhere, only on the island.
1: They will make it for you if you ask for it, but the way that they mix it on the island, I think, is a lot better than they do on any manual blender on the ship. But anyhow... Um uh, beverages so yes conch cooler is definitely the signature drink of castaway key and i 100 percent recommend that you try it. it has a passion fruit pineapple lots of rum it's really good um drink packages are standard on a lot of cruise ships uh, when you get on if you want to purchase beverages it's an extra charge um with disney cruise line soft drinks and teas and waters Um, There are beverage stations all over Deck 11, and those beverages are included in the cost of your cruise. Uh, Alcoholic beverages are not included. However, I feel that Disney Cruise Line's alcoholic beverages are very reasonably priced. Uh, They have a uh, drink of the day. And every day they, uh, and the first day you can buy a refillable plastic cup if you'd like. And you pay the full price for the cup on day one. And then every day after that, the drink of the day, I believe, is four seventy-five, dollars uh, And you can take it back and have it filled or they'll just give you a new cup. It doesn't really matter. Uh, and then for men, they have a beer mug, which I believe is $15 to purchase in advance. Am I right, Alex?
2: I think so. It sounds about right.
1: Okay. And then every time you when you present that mug at the bar, you can get a 20 one ounce beer for the price of a 16 ounce is i think the correct um, measurement on that you don't have to carry the beer mug around the ship with you you can keep it as a souvenir but what they'll do is they'll give you a token to keep so every time you go into one of the um, lounge areas you can just give them your token and they will fill up one of those mugs for that cost there are several wine packages on the ship you can purchase to have um, at your dinner rotation but it, I think all in all, it's it's pretty reasonable um, the cost of the beverages. But I think where my husband and I our downfall when we're on the ship is actually the uh, coffee lounge, the Cove Cafe. Oh yes, <laughs> yes, which is over in the um, adult area of the ship, and they make a lot of specialty beverages. On the fantasy, this most recent sailing, the barista was actually a professional barista. This was his trade by nature. And he could make any drink, nothing that you would typically get at quote-unquote Starbucks. You could just say, make me something good, and your drink might have lavender in it, and it was the best thing that you've ever had. So we probably spent more money on the coffee than we did the alcohol because we really loved the different um, recipes that he would come up with.
2: Wow, Do you remember his name by any chance? Mm.
1: Gabriel was his okay.
2: name.
1: Yes. So look for Gabriel on the fantasy next time you get on. He was awesome. He yeah, actually, like- um, my husband was obsessed with the cold brew, um, cold brewer that was there on the ship. And so Gabriel gave us a history of it and, you know, what they cost. And that particular one was enormous. But he gave my husband some insight on into one that he could purchase on Amazon. And literally before we were off the ship, it was ordered on Amazon Prime and showed up at our door two days later so that we could make cold <laughs> brew like they make on the Disney Fantasy. <laughs> so, Is it
2: that same drip system you have right it, at home
1: now? It, and it's tiny because it had to fit in our house, but it's the same concept. And Gabriel told us that it was the, um, it made the same type of coffee and it was a great at home drip system. And so we've had nothing but success with it so far
2: i love the cold brew coffee available on the ships from that system
1: well then you need to buy a mini cold brewer like (laughs) like my husband did i think it was only 89.95 there i'll I'll put a plug in for amazon
2: yeah send me the link for that i'm very interested (laughs) it
1: was it it definitely is pretty awesome so it was like bringing a piece of the ship home so now we have our cold brew every morning but that's bill that's pretty much in a nutshell, kind of how the drinks work on the ship. Was there anything else that you really wanted us to touch upon with that?
0: Nope, you hit it pretty much. I mean, we'd go on to the next section and talk about uh, live entertainment there.
2: So live entertainment Disney does the best in the cruise industry, I think. Um, Broadway shows on each of the ships that are unique to each of the ships. Um, The performers practice up in Toronto. Disney Cruise Lines has a facility up there. They actually practiced for like three months before jumping on board. Um, Each ship has a different unique Broadway show that's unique to each ship. So the Fantasy has Tangled the Musical. The Wonder has Frozen the Musical. The Fantasy has Aladdin the Musical. And the Disney Dream will soon be getting Beauty and the Beast the Musical. So pretty exciting um, options there that you can go enjoy in the main Walt Disney Theater. Um, There'll also be side-like entertainment for families and adults only that um, the Cruise Lines kind of uses the fill-in days where they don't necessarily have a Broadway-style show each day. Um, There are other Broadway shows as well in each of the ships. Villains Tonight is a popular one on the Disney Dream. It's a villains-focused show. Um, There's Twice Charmed. Um, Disney's Believe, Disney's Wishes, all kinds of great shows um, available on the ship. There's also family entertainment as well. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, Christy?
1: So on the nights when there aren't Broadway shows, they do bring in other types of variety acts and entertainers. One of our favorite on this last cruise was Magic Dave. So Magic Dave will do a show in the Walt Disney Theater one night. He also did a variety act for adults one evening um, in one of the adult lounges at 1030 at night. But he also did things in the D lounge for the kids on select nights as well. Um, Madeline, my daughter, actually got up on stage with him and did a magic trick in one of those smaller, uh, more quaint acts that he did. So in addition to things like that, entertainment for the families, in addition to entertainers in the D lounge, there were things like folding towel seminars and how to cook for the kids. There were um, animation seminars that you could go in and learn how to animate, animate a Disney character. Um, lots of activities for the families uh, to participate in together. A lot of entertainment on the ship altogether. And then when we weren't doing a show or an activity together, the kids got to go off to the kids' club, which were awesome. Uh, the Oceaneers Club is designed, the Oceaneers Club and the Oceaneers Lab are designed for kids ages three through 12. And children are able to go into that area and they are confined um, so that nobody can come in or out without a parent's permission. And they, you know, as an adult, they are safe when you're off enjoying the ship. There is a nursery for younger children. Nursery is a little bit different. You do need to sign up in advance to put your children in the nursery. If they are under the age of three and are not potty trained, they would be in the nursery. And then beyond those two clubs, we have Edge for children ages 11 to 14 and Vibe for children ages 14 and up. And my son is now old enough to go to Edge, although he preferred a lot of time to be in the Oceaneers Club and the Oceaneers Lab because of the great uh, technology that they've added to those areas, um, especially on the dream and on the fantasy with the new Star Wars simulators. He wanted to spend a lot of time there. But that's pretty much um, the kids' area on the ship. Uh, Bill, what else did you want us to chit-chat about um, on our list?
0: Let's talk a little bit about the adult areas, like the adult pools and clubs and spa.
1: Alex, that's all you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So the adult areas, um, every ship has, normally towards the forward of the ship, the front half, there's going to be an adult pool with uh, hot tubs. So 18 and older, it's called the Quiet Zone or the Quiet... That's where the the coffee shop gets its name, Quiet Cove. Um, But definitely a much more quiet, serene area. On the classics, it's a little bit smaller. You're just going to have seating around the pool and up above on deck 10. Um, The very forward of the classics is going to have the sports deck. Um, It's a little bit louder there. On the newer ships, on deck 11, you'll have your adult pool with hot tubs and the coffee shop. then up on deck 12 and 13 you're going to have all the way up to the front of the ship is going to be adults only it's very quiet Um, they have a bar up there called currents bar it's a lot of fun Um, but just really quiet areas also in the adult area is going to be the spa and gym census spa and gym lots of great um different spa treatments you can get there's the rainforest room which you can purchase say one day or Full cruise pass. It's a really great uh, experience. It's different showers with uh, light and different temperature effects, uh, auditory like noise effects to it as well. And then they're going to have different, I guess, heated rooms. So there's going to be a really heavy steam room, a dry sauna, and then this room that's kind of a mixture of both, like the best of both worlds. Then they'll have heated, heated loungers, which are absolutely fantastic to sit back and read a book and just really enjoy the relaxation. Um, and then the newer ships also have a private balcony with hot tubs as well. Um, you're also going to have the adult clubs and bars area. And the newer ships on deck four aft, on the Dream it's called the District. And on the fantasy, it's called Europa. Um, So different themings there. There's, I think, five, four or five bars back there. Lots of fun. Um, Some of the areas are used uh, for family events throughout the day as well. Um, So you'll have a trivia. You're going to have origami class and a bunch of different cool stuff back there during the day with families. Um, On the classic ships, the clubs are up toward the uh, forward of the ship up front. Um, A little bit different feel, a little bit more spread out but still really great spaces for adults.
0: All right. Good info. Um, Christy, why don't you touch a little bit about the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique? You know a little bit about that, don't you?
1: Just one of the great, great features on the newer ships. Uh, Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique is offered just like you would uh, be able to receive in the Disney parks or in Disney Springs. And then on Pirate Night, Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique Convert into uh, the Pirates League, and you can get uh, dressed up for Pirates Night on the ship. The Bivity Bobity Boutique requires reservations in advance, and you are able to make those reservations when you do your online check in.
2: And I heard you say Pirate Night, Chris. Did you guys get dressed up and in, all uh, into Pirate Night? <laughs>
1: We do. We, it has varied. We've gone full costumes, but we've also done custom shirts that we all match. Um, and they give us all bandanas on the ship on Pirate Night. So we've worn those as well. Um, but we definitely get into some of the theming um, in the restaurants. And then we definitely enjoy the deck party up on a deck 11 and 12 where we'll see the Buccaneer Blast at approximately, I believe, 10.30 is about the time that they have it on the ship. And the fireworks, yes, fireworks on the ship are phenomenal.
2: Yeah, I think it's a really unique experience to have fireworks at sea. Um, And Disney does a really great job with their pirate, or club pirate. It's a big, awesome dance party um, and a pirate show with the characters. And they actually have a pirate um, buffet back in Cabanas as well at at 10 o'clock or 10.30, I want to say. Um, So a bunch of really unique, I guess guess you'd say pirate-esque foods. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, But that's a lot of fun. Pirate night is a blast. A lot of people really look forward to it. Um, A great themed night. Your your dining menu and the rotational dining is the same across all three dining rooms. So you don't have to worry about missing anything.
0: Awesome info. Uh, Let's pause real quick for a little uh, sponsorship from Dreamers Do Travels. Ready to plan your next vacation? Whether you're a seasoned traveler or someone who doesn't even know where to begin, consider using the free services offered to you by a travel professional from Dreamers Do Travels Incorporated. Owned by former Disney cast members, you won't find better knowledge or first-hand experience quite like what our team can bring you. From Walt Disney World to Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line to Adventures by Disney, Sandals and Beaches All-Inclusive Resorts, and so much more, let us help you plan your next adventure. What are you waiting for? Find us today at www.dreamersdotravels.com or give us a call at 724-579-2849. Leave the memory-making details to us and just pack your bags. All right, and welcome back. Well, now that we heard from Dreamers Do Travels a little bit about what we do, let's talk a little bit about why you want to book a Disney cruise versus any other cruise line.
1: Disney Cruise Line is phenomenal for families. It has a little bit of everything for everybody if you get a lot of quality time together. However, if mom and dad want to have time to themselves and the kids want to have time for themselves, it's a win-win for everybody as well.
2: Yeah, I think um, what really sets Disney apart aside from their many unique attributes to the ships is their service. It's just every crew member you encounter just goes above and beyond to make sure that you're having a great time and also just connect with you. I think that's what really caught my eye on my first Disney cruise. Um, I was always very apprehensive to going cause I don't have kids. Um, but after my first one, I left and I think my jaw was on the ground because I was just so blown away by service. I think it's what people envision, um, service in the parks to be but i think it's at a controlled a controlled environment and just every person i've ever encountered is so amazing even if it's somebody squeeging the salt water off the windows on the pool deck they'll have a conversation with you and they're just so excited and happy to be there and they just really truly make a great impact on the guests
0: all right that is awesome chrissy you need you give us a little quote for what a disney cruise will cost you
1: i sure can bill uh, Disney Cruise Line, it is important to know pricing varies by season. Obviously, prices are going to be at more of a premium when children are on vacation in the summer, over the holidays. Um, so everybody always says, how can I get the best deal? So I tell people, you know, book off season. Uh, don't be hesitant to go away to the Caribbean in January. It is warm in the Caribbean, Um, down in the Cayman Islands as well as in St. Thomas if you need to get away from the snow. So look at things off season as well as book early. Uh, Disney historically has their lowest rates on the day that their new itineraries are released and that is sometimes well over a year in advance. And so don't be hesitant to book early uh, to get the best rate. It would be a 20% deposit um, that is fully refundable up to your pay in full date. So it's best to have that rate locked in and then make a decision than to wait after the fact when the rates have gone up and decide that you want to go. That being said, once in a while, and I say once in a while, not all the time, Disney will release some fabulous guaranteed rates. Uh, What's a guaranteed rate? A guaranteed rate um, guarantees you a category, a certain category of a stateroom. However, you are not able to select the stateroom that you're staying in Uh, Disney will fill those staterooms that are remaining with these guaranteed reservations um, and you will be notified generally prior to your cruise. It could be up to two weeks in advance. It might even be a little bit closer to the sailing of what your room number is. And there is, I just researched last week, a fabulous guaranteed rate going on right now on an eight night sailing from New York City um, in October of this year, setting sail on October 6th. Uh, two adults and two children can stay in a guaranteed ocean view stateroom. This is with a large porthole for $4,867.72. So this is a Halloween on the High Seas voyage, which is going to include um, characters dressed in Halloween gear. There's also a Marvel Day at Sea on this sailing, um, where you'll see Spider-Man and Thor and some of the, your favorites. Also, this sailing is going to stop in Nassau, Castaway key and port canaveral and some folks may say well why port canaveral well when you stop in port canaveral you are going to be whisked away on transportation from disney cruise line to the walt disney world parks for one whole day and you will receive a park hopper ticket with fast pass options and i put in i put in parentheses after that excluding the new pandora attractions so on that sailing, you'll have the opportunity to stop in Disney World as well. It's an eight-night sailing. This is an awesome price. I really hope somebody I know takes advantage of it.
2: They really can't beat that price. And it's not often that Disney Cruise Lines offers um, discounts. It's not like a, a frequent thing for Disney Cruise Lines.
1: And this rate, I believe what they have said is 20% off the prevailing rate. So that's a really great sale.
0: Thank you for that info. All right. You know what time it is now. <laughs> time to Where's see time? who knows their trivia. Well, <laughs> Alex, you already got a one-up. You got the first trivia question right, which I was shocked that someone got it on the first try. But all right. Here we go. Same as before. Say your name when you think you have the answer. The anchor on the Disney Magic weighs nearly nearly the same as how many full grown elephants. Two, three, five, ten. Christy. Go
2: for
1: it. Five. Eh. I don't have any clue. <laughs> <laughs> Alex ten. Eh. Oh. <laughs> way right, off, Bill.
2: Alex. What,
0: what way is off. Is it, Bill? <laughs> it's
2: three.
1: Okay. Well I would I win for the closest answer, right? You sure do. Okay, thanks. Consolation <laughs> prize. Free Disney cruise, right?
0: <laughs> Told you I'm gonna come out with some really crazy ones. Here's one. Combined, the chandeliers on the Disney Dream and Disney fantasy have nearly how many crystal beads Is this Aren't some optics or some just the, yeah. <laughs> I'm re- you ready for it? I'm yeah. just letting you think for a second. I couldn't even 30,000, 50,000,
1: 100,000, 150,000. Christy, go for it. 150,000.
0: Good answer. (laughs) Yes. You just went for the highest, (laughs) didn't you?
1: (laughs) Well, no, based on the size of those chandeliers, when you see them, you know that it's a high number.
2: Yeah, they're just huge. Lots of beads go into the making of those. Yes.
1: Apparently, 150,000.
0: Nautical flags on the carpet of the Disney Fantasy and Disney Dr- Disney Dream spell out what? Christy. Go for it.
1: The names of the ships.
0: You got it. Ha, cool. I know that. I don't even need a multiple multiple choice. All right. Hopefully, you can figure this one out without me giving you the multiple choice because I feel if I, if I give this to you, you're gonna know it. Pepe, the king prawn. The Muppet, who stars in Midship Detective Agency game, has his very own stateroom on the Disney Fantasy. What is his stateroom's number? Hold on, I might have a picture of <laughs> hey.
1: Hey, oh, hey! Hey, hey, It's something We're in half, here. but I can't. It's on the fifth floor. It's so in the it's, corner. Yeah, I know. See, that's why I don't want to give Pepe. you the multiple choice. Alex, did you know that you can call Pepe? I,
2: I'm going to guess. I know you can call him. 51, 29 and a half. That's a complete guess. All right. Well, I'm going to make up
0: three other ones along with the right one. Because if I give you the right one, yes, you are right. Both of you. That is a half.
1: Because we but, do know it's a half.
0: But the multiple <laughs> that, that, choice that doesn't that only has have one is a half. great
1: Disney knowledge. Okay.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if I gave you all the uh, multiple choice answers, you'll know because only one has a half. And you guys are right about being the fifth floor. So every single one I'm going to name is going to be in the fifth floor. Of course you are. <laughs> Got to make it fun. Thanks, Bill. 51, 25 and a half. 52, 26 and a half. 51, 48 and a half. 51, 52 and a half.
1: 51, 48
0: and a half. You're right, but you didn't say your name. Oh, Christy. You got <laughs> I don't know
1: why I know I just pity the poor person that has like room 6148 or you know because when the kids start dialing and they misdial <laughs> the poor state room gets a lot of calls
2: a lot of calls <laughs> Yes.
0: Alright, right. next one all these movies inspired spaces aboard the Disney cruise line ship except Dumbo, Ratatouille Toy Story, Pocahontas. Uh,
2: Christy. Alex.
1: Go ahead, Alex. Pocahontas. That's what it. I'd say. That's what I'd say, too. What's the first one, though? Dumbo? What? What's inspired, except Dumbo's huh? on the front of one of the ships.
0: He's got something. Pocahontas has nothing. What was the name of the Disney character who hosted the nursery aboard the Disney Magic? Cinderella, Ariel, Flounder, Snow White.
2: Alex Flounder.
0: You got it. Yeah, that
1: would have been my guess too.
0: They made it a little (laughs) easy when they have
2: three princesses and Flounder. Yeah. There's a big picture of Flounder on the outside of the door. That's the only reason I remember. Oh,
1: I don't remember (laughs) seeing that.
2: Flounder's Nursery.
0: All right. True or false? The captain has a a gala dinner at the end of the cruise. False. You got it.
1: Yeah, he has a reception.
2: (laughs) Yeah, on the second
1: night. Yeah. Well, he does have one for that's, that's, there's, there's something. On the longer sailings, the seven night sailings are longer. The captain does have a gala and it is hosted in the lobby prior to your meals. And the drinks are free,
2: Free. quote unquote
1: free. You're really paying for <laughs> them, paying but for they're it, pretty, for there's some pretty teal ones, and then they have wine, and then they have beer, and then they have Shirley Temples for the kids. So it's a lot of fun. We always, our secret is always to drink one or two while we're waiting for the characters, and then we always grab one to go to take into the dining room with us.
2: Yeah, I believe it's Sunday, so the cruises depart, on Saturday. It's Sunday, the first day at sea, I believe. Um, but yeah, we almost passed up. That on our first seven-night cruise, um, but then realized it was free beverages, but you still pay for them. But it was it's an exciting thing to have on a Disney cruise.
1: It is. They're just walking around going drink, and I'm like, yes, drink, of course.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. All right. Well,
0: the score right now is Alex four, Christy
1: three. Christy keeping score. Oh, Oh, I'm keeping score. Okay.
0: (laughs) All right. Let's see if you can catch him right here. What is the name of the teen area on the ship? A uh, Christy. Go for it.
1: Five.?
0: Eh.
1: Teen area, what?
0: Common grounds. Look at us. Teen time. Time for teens. No
2: clue. It doesn't sound like that. Sounds uh,
1: that sounds outdated uh, to me.
2: Yeah, it sounds outdated (laughs) to me too. That doesn't
1: belong on Disney Cruise Line. (laughs) It's
0: up there stuff.
1: That doesn't sound quite honestly. It's called
0: Common Grounds, but I don't. I've never heard of that.
1: No, never heard of that. But I haven't been in the kids' clubs either, so maybe there is an area in one of the lounges called that, and I'm just not accustomed to it.
0: All right, let's see here which of the following is not a restaurant on board the Disney Magic? Top Ciders Buffet, Pluto's Doghouse, Donald's Bakery,
2: Pinocchio's Pizzeria. Alex, so this is also an old pre-reimagined magic okay, that's question. High,
1: we, brought, <laughs> we brought the magic before after it was reimagined.
2: I believe Donald's Bakery So you know the answer like, to something that's not even around anymore. Yeah, it's here. <laughs> What it wrong all those all those answers are uh, changed. Like all those restaurants have been rethemed and renamed, besides Pinocchio's. Yes. Pinocchios is still there, but See, the otherario
1: cariocas used to be on that ship, too, right?
2: It still is. it used to, before cariocas the Wonder and the Magic where they had Parrot Key, which is a Caribbean right. themed restaurant.
1: yep, okay it was karaoke's when we were on after it was reimagined
2: yeah and topsiders or whatever bill said is the former name before it was reimagined cabanas
1: okay. that's what i would have guessed
2: all right well we're gonna give this to alex
0: he won <laughs> <laughs> all hey. good
1: he's been on a disney cruise ship a lot more than i have but i'm wearing my gold badge proud now <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey. <laughs> He's a little more uh, recent too. He was just on the boat what yesterday or the day before.
1: Oh, you're a little seven, more accessible eight. to somebody that lives <laughs> in Central Florida <laughs> than somebody that lives in Western Pennsylvania. <laughs>
0: how many cruises have you been on, Christy?
1: Uh, I've been on five now: three seven nights, a four night, and a ten night.
2: Alex, how school, um I believe
1: eight.
2: That's <laughs> a mixture of.
1: So have you been on all four, Alex?
2: I have, yeah, I've done um, only one. My very first cruise is on the Dream, which I plan on, re- we're going on the Dream in September. Um, it went Dream, then Fantasy, Wonder, Magic, Magic, Fantasy, Magic, Wonder, and then the Dream, soon to come, I hope. Jeez. <laughs> and we remember them all, because
1: they all magical.
2: Yes, in every little detail.
1: <laughs> yep, every little detail,
0: I can't stop hearing about how we need to go on one soon. Is. So I know after she hears this podcast even more, she's going to be bugging me, bugging me for it too. So nice. we'll be going on one soon. Hopefully uh, sometime next year. But that'll be it. I want to thank everybody for listening in. Uh, I'd like to thank Alex and Christy for being a part of this. Uh, you guys gave out a lot of information. I know I kind of just sat back and let you guys take control of everything. Uh, but you
2: guys did great. Had, it was fun having you guys
1: thanks
2: Bill thanks for having us had a great time probably my favorite uh, discussion here is DCL awesome well, we'll, we'll definitely
0: have some more podcasts coming up actually what's nice coming up is I uh, me and Christy and Liz and Dwayne are all going down to Florida over the weekend coming up and we're actually going to do the Highway in the Sky dine around which uh, we're kind of excited to try out and probably give some good info on that on our next podcast it be very, very interesting to try it. Will you say, Christy?
1: I'm excited.
0: Alex, you ever done it yet? The Highway in the Sky dying around.
2: I haven't. I actually don't know of anybody who has, so you guys will be my first, my first guinea pigs, I guess you could say. I'll be excited to hear how it goes.
1: Sounds like there's more alcohol than food, so. <laughs> like, I'm not joking either. And no. I'm a lightweight, so like after drink two, I'll be done.
0: She'll be asking for water at one of the stops.
1: Mm, I guarantee and Wayne will be drinking my drinks, <laughs> <laughs> which is what's really going to get ugly.
2: So I'll start egging him on to chug them. The great thing is you have lovely Disney transportation to take you home safely.
1: I know. And because we're staying at the beach club, if we opt, it can be a minivan.
2: <laughs> Ooh.
1: Yeah. I don't know if we'll try it or not. It's all business expense, right?
0: Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a learning experience.
1: Well, it is. It's a business. You experiment with it once. It's a business write-off. You got to yep. try for your people.
0: Is <laughs> a hippo Mai tai, uh business write-off too?
1: I don't. I've had a hippopotamite. They definitely are not weak. I have the souvenir glass here at home.
0: And that's just not even dinner time yet. You're having one of those already. Yeah.
1: You won't have any food in your stomach at that point. Yep.
0: <laughs> Good thing is there's a monorail taking us around.
1: I know, it's going to get ugly. <laughs> 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 I just foresee that. Well, I, hopefully we get fun people that are doing this and not like a bunch of old farts that don't want to have fun. Oh, we're
0: going to have fun. The problem is we're going to remember the fireworks at the end.
1: I know. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I definitely need to.
0: All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening in. You guys all have a wonderful evening.